0: Log Talk Radio Log Talk Radio
1: The news. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. I'm just reading the news read, read, uh, <clears> at <throat> Jerusalem West Bank. How the the Hallelujah, the the Palestinian Mahmoud uh, Abbas is seeking uh, from the uh, UN Council, Security Council uh, seeking the two-state solution. Thank you very much, everybody. <clears throat> And so the the two state solution is is very much alive, and they they are seeking, praise the Lord. Uh, and so there there's ongoing, is the word ongoing, uh, praise the Lord. Uh, ongoing meeting in regard to Hallelujah, uh, seeking the two state solution. Uh, praise you Lord. All these attacks that Israel has received lately from the Palestinians have have pointed out very clear that they are not a friend of Israel. But they they are doing it to try to pressure Israel to sign the two state solution, the peace treaty, divide Jerusalem in two. This is why this is why they're doing that. Brothers so and sisters very sad. Please just continue to pray. For the peace of Jerusalem, thank you, Lord, gracious Jesus, Lord Jesus, I pray for my brothers and sisters listening, Lord, cover my home, my house, my family, Lord with the blood of Jesus, and everyone listen and cover their home their life for
2: the blood of Jesus should uncover Lord, say nine hundred trillion warriors and angels and clean out everyone's home and everyone family what I had to warriors angels clean out my home, my family, this off, In Jesus name yeshua angel, name Joshua, name. Almighty Lord, mighty God, minister to your people, Lord, to tonight's message, Lord Jesus. Speak to their life, Lord Jesus, in a mighty, mighty, special way, Lord. Minister, Lord, in
1: Jesus' name we pray the Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Praise you, God. Brothers and sisters, we're getting closer to the coming of Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And we're looking forward to meeting the Lord in the here soon. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God, because Jesus has promised he will return. And uh, hallelujah, he will come for his people. And he is coming for his people because he is faithful. Praise you, Lord. Faithful in him that set up on the throne. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And so we know he's faithful. He is very much faithful. Now, going back to the, to the teaching of last night and the revelation the Lord gave
2: me uh, yesterday morning, In regard to our work in God that is going to be put through the fire, praise you, Jesus. Our work in God is going to be
1: put through the fire, brothers and sisters. Praise you, Lord. And whatever comes out of that is what what we're going to have in eternity. So let's make sure our work is done in God, amen, that our life is according to his word, according to his plan, according to
2: his will. Let the will of God be done. In not our will. 1 Corinthians 10 says, according to the grace of God given to me, as a skillful master builder, I have laid the foundation and another build it thereon. But let every man take heed how he builds he build it upon it. For so the foundation cannot, can no man lay that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. So everything we do has to be done in the Lord, it has to be done in Jesus. Because he's a a solid foundation, verse sisters. the Apostle Paul points out very clear. Verse 12, if any man build on this foundation gold, silver, precious stone, timber, hay, or stubble, every man's work should be made manifest. For the day should declare it. What day is he referring to? Amen. We we were talking about... uh, uh praise the Lord in First Thessalonians, which I'm going to go there now. First Thessalonians five, thank you, Jesus.
1: We we get a better understanding of the day. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you Lord. And so I, I want to go ahead, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.
2: In First Thessalonians uh, uh five four says by ye brethren are not in darkness, that that day should come on you as a as a verse of thief. Hallelujah, if you are not in darkness, the rapture shall there, brothers and sisters. The rapture will not be a surprise to us if we are in the light. Amen, look what he says then after uh, verse five, ye are all children of the light, and children of that day, we are not of the night n- neither of darkness, we are not of the night, neither of darkness, brothers and sisters. Lord, so they is referring to Jesus, the light of Jesus. The word is the light. Amen. So, the, Jesus is the word. Jesus is the light that we need every day, brothers and sisters, to walk in on. So to be able to see where we're going, and if we're heading to eternity, well, Jesus is the person life, light. I'm sorry, in life too, the Father God has given us in order for us to make it there. Thank you, Jesus. So we need the light of Jesus. We need the life of Jesus to make it to eternity. Praise you, Lord. But the Apostle Paul says very clear. We are not children of darkness or our night neither. Sin has nothing to do with the bride of Christ. It is holy. It is separated. It has nothing to do with sin. This is why we need to be repenting sin every day, because we will sin, praise you, Lord. God, have mercy. But we have Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise you, Lord, in our behalf. Who, who stand there before the Father for us to pray. Who intercede for us. For us, brothers and sisters.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God, is awesome. Praise you,
2: Lord. And so our works is going to be tested. Every man works to be manifested for the nature of the it, because it should be revealed by fire. Amen. So what's really going to make our work, the light reveals our work, but the fire makes it more beautiful. So we are going to be more beautiful when we are put through the fire, brothers and sisters, before God, before everyone. It be be manifested. Everyone will see our work. Everyone will see how we work with God, how we live with him, how obedient we were. How much did we keep his word? It's going to be shown clearly. When you and I go through the fire and we come to the other side, as I saw the Lord putting me through there, there was a shining in my flesh that I noticed as I went through the fire, as the Lord put me through the fire. As I went to the other side, hallelujah, I was thanking the Lord. Oh, Lord, thank you. Because I knew it was by his grace and mercy. That I was ba- I was able to go through. So let no one boast. Let no one take no credit. I cannot take any credit for It There has to be Jesus Christ who we give all glory to. Because I I immediately when the Lord put me through the fire and I was able to make it through. man was I thanking the Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. And I knew that it was because what He done on the cross. I also knew that I was able to make it through the fire. Because Jesus helped me to let no man boast. Lord, let no one think that they're going to make it through by their own strength. Ah, This is not by sword or by power, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord. It is the Lord helping us to make it to eternity. Brothers and sisters, continue to repent. And remember, though, yes, we go down to the millennium. We come down back from heaven to the millennium. For a thousand years, but it's not attached. Don't focus on the beauty of the earth again. Don't focus on gold or emerald and this and that. Focus on Jesus. Remember what Brother Richard said, or what the people that that, that seen the Lord have compared him to special stone. Hallelujah! They don't they don't look so beautiful like Jesus. So if you are Jesus, He is more valuable than any precious stone. You cannot compare Jesus. To no other precious stone, brothers and sisters. He's more beautiful than they are. He's more beautiful than the angel. Than anything out there that God has made. Jesus Christ, more beautiful than all. Oh, I thank you, Father, for oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. I get so excited when I talk about Jesus. I love him so much. Praise you, Lord. But I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew. It was by his, his grace that I made it. So it was his that helped me. His blood had to do so much with it. All that it happened to me like in, in a few seconds, a minute, as the Lord was putting me through the fire. Praise you, Lord. Because as you go through the fire, you know that it's all, that is all consuming fire. And then, if there's nothing of value in your life by just your salvation, it's like everything else is burning off you. Oh, God, have mercy. Praise you, Lord. And so he was putting me through the fire. I, I began to not be scared. I began to fear for my life. <laughs> I don't know if you can understand what I'm saying. I began not to be scared, but I began to fear for my life. Praise you, Lord, because when you when he gets you in that fire, and you're hanging on to Jesus, that's all you're hanging on to. Yeah. That's all you're hanging on to. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for Jesus. Oh, it's the greatest thing, Father, can can ever given us, with Jesus Christ. I don't know what would be the greater things you thought God had given you. Life? No. The greater thing God has given us with Jesus Christ. Not even our life. I value so much. I value Jesus. He's my all and all. And the Word of God says He's all and all. He is all and all, says the Apostle Paul. My goodness. How do you compare Jesus to, to anything? All and all. He fills all and any, anything made without Jesus is empty. Oh, man. It's full of sadness. That's why hell, it, 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 Hallelujah. It's so sad because Jesus, Jesus is not there. Praise you,
1: Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. That's,
2: that's one of the sad things I saw in hell when I was taken there, that God is not there. Jesus is not there. Those people are suffering. They, they're mourning for just a taste of him, just another taste. Praise you. Remember the testimony of the men. When he was crying out, so the Lord to give him one more chance, and the Lord asked him, "Why do you want one more chance? Why do you want one more chance to be on earth so I can repent Oh, the understanding else, the importance of repenting. All oh, the people on earth don't 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 they, they don't get it. The devil keeping people entertained, and they 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 don't they don't give repentings the important." Well, people people start listening to the Lord's Hour because I talk too much about repenting. It offended them that I talk too much about repenting. Why do we need, someone wrote to me, why do we need to repent so much, Elvie? Come on. Why do we need to repent so much? It offend people when I began the Lord's Hour, when the Lord helped me begin the Lord's Hour, that I talked about repenting so much. I I got so stunned when I went. People, some people make me so sad when they, when they write to me, they just make me so sad because they just they don't understand that if we die without Christ, there is no hope. Christ is a hope. He is our eternal hope. You die without Christ, that's it. That's it. People in hell cry every second of their life to have just one more little taste of Christ that they cannot have no more. They understand now that Jesus, as Paul said to the church, is the spirit. Jesus Christ is the Holy Spirit. To have a taste of the Holy Spirit is to have a taste of Christ. To have a taste of God. Not no more they have that taste anymore. The life is sour. Nothing good in them anymore.
1: Oh God, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for
2: Jesus, Father. Thank you for Jesus, Father. Thank you for your son. He is, Lord. He is, Father, all that we need. Only him, Father, only through him, Father, we can come to you. No one can come to the Father, said to him, oh, man. That word is so, so, so much true every day. Every day that
1: word is true and is alive. Thank you, Lord. What a privilege how we've been given, brothers and sisters, don't take for granted what God
2: has given you. But praise and thank God, hallelujah, for Jesus. Hallelujah. Paul says to the Colossians in, his, in one of his revelations about Jesus. Paul has such a beautiful revelation about Jesus. Praise the Lord. And there's one thing he says to the to the brothers of Colossians. I'm going to put it in the Bible, and I'm going to read it. And he is before all things. And in him all things consent. Thank you, Father, for Jesus. Thank Him.
1: Okay, Praise Jesus. Praise
2: the Lord. Here's another beautiful writing, Revelation of Jesus. He writes to the Colossians 1:18. And He is the head of the body of the church, He is the beginning, the first begotten of the dead. In all things, He might have the primitive. In other words, no matter what was created in all God creation, Jesus is first. And, and that's so beautiful when you write to the churches about Jesus. He is the first. No matter what you mention in God's creation, no matter what what marvel you, Jesus is first. He is the first of all God
1: creation. Thank you, Jesus.
2: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He continues speaking to the Colossians in two ten. And you are completing Him, which is the head of all principality and power. You go to heaven, any power in the heavens above, heavens and every other planet. Jesus is the head.
1: Thank you, Lord.
2: King of kings and Lord of lords is Him. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Let me tell you a little bit about his throne. Jesus Christ has a throne in the third heaven, second and in the first planet. As I have shared, I've been to all three of them. He has a throne in each of those planets. Brothers and sisters, I see his throne. Praise you, Lord. He is the head. He is the boss, (laughs) He submits to the Father. He loves the Father. A lot. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise
1: God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He is all in says the Apostle Paul. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In all things, he says. In all
2: things. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. So through Jesus Christ, we are going to make it. It is through him that we are going to be brought
1: through. Thank you, Jesus. Only through him, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. It is through him. It is only through
2: him. Back to first Corinthians 3. Every man works to be manifested for the nation of the clarity, because as should be revealed by fire, the fire should thrive. Every man works. Of what sort are they? Whatever your work is, or whatever you think it is, God will truly show what it is. Whatever our work is, it's going to be show what it is. One thing the Lord reminded me, when I was there, and I was in that holiness, and that fire, you know what I wanted to do? Pray. Pray. I wanted to pray. In my spirit, it's like I just wanted to speak in tongues. But the Lord reminded me. Healthy. Whatever you are here, it's it's what it is. It's like I was thinking. I gotta prepare myself more now. In that place, in that presence of God, whatever you are, that's what it is. Yes, it's pre- the presence is mighty. The fire is mighty. Everything you're there, you spun to the corner of your being. But if it is what it is. If you are repenting. And the blood is cleansing you. The bloodshed and covered keep cleansing you. Hallelujah. It will cleanse you for all unrighteousness. Whatever is left has been cleansed by the blood It's cleansed. It's pure. That's what you are. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Verse 14. If any man works that he has built up on, abide, he should receive wages. Wages. I have people asking me, uh, Brother Elby, why why will we need money in eternity? Why would we need this and that? Why would we need wages, currency or money, however you want to call it? Well, read it in the Word of God and then study it. <laughs> but it's there. It's there. You will receive wages, as for. You will receive wages when you pass on the other side. Why do you need it for? I don't know. The Lord might have to reveal it to us. Why do we need wages afterwards? But we're going to get it, and it has to have a purpose, right? Thank you. Everything is in the Word, brothers and sisters. The Lord told me everything we need to know is in the Word. Praise you, Lord. Verse 15. If any man works burn, in other words, if any man is put through the fire and out of the fire, i thy like, say, Boom, is consumed no more. What happened after that? He should lose. Man, I worked so hard for that. I worked so hard to accomplish this, who people say. And boom, the fire consumes no more. Praise you, Lord. God, have mercy. But he should save himself. Nevertheless, as it was by the fire. In other words, we're saved by grace, although the fire may consume everything we have. Thank you, Lord, we are saved by grace, we're made by grace. He going to bring us there by grace. Oh, praise God for Jesus, who's going to
1: get us, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord, praise you, Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord.
2: And then he says in verse 16, "Know ye now that ye are the temple of God, and that the spirit of God dwell in you, if any man destroy the temple of God, angel God destroyed for so the temple of God is holy with G-R. Again, the word holy is separated, pure and clean.
1: It's a better, it's a good understanding of it. Thank you, Lord. We are the temple of God. Brothers and we got to take care of this vessel, this body. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus.
2: Praise you, Lord. So everything is going to be put through fire. If you revelation fire will consume everything. Ezekiel 15:4 says, Behold, it is cast in the fire to be consumed. The fire consumes both the end of it and the midst, and it burns and it meets for any works. Hallelujah. Any work, whether good or bad, is going to be put through the fire. Thank you, Jesus. It's going to be put through the fire. Praise the Lord, and it means for any works. Everything that He puts on the fire, thank you, Lord. Ezekiel fifteen fifteen. Behold, when it was whole, it was it it was me for no work. How much less it should be me for any work when the fire had consumed it and it it burns, burns. Ezekiel fifteen seven. And I will set my faith against them; they should go out from one fire, and another fire should consume them. And ye shall know that I am the Lord when I say my faith against them. Praise the Lord. When these people, hallelujah, decide to follow the devil, and he goes to the first curtains of the earth, to, from God to Magod, from Russia to the rest of the world, because Ezekiel 39 is Russia, Magod, God and Magod. When he goes to Russia, and from Russia the Antichrist and you know, all these nations, Go to Jerusalem at the end of the millennium to attack the Messiah. That beautiful city, Jerusalem. The new Jerusalem will be beautiful. I seen it. What a mistake that will, that's going to be! But it's in the word, and it has to come to pass. They will be consumed, brothers and sisters. Consumed, praise you Lord, by Father God. Fire comes down from heaven. Revelation twenty says, and consume them all. Ezekiel twenty one three two. Thou should be in the midst of the fire to be been devoured by the blood to be in the midst of the land, and thou should be no more remembered, for I am the Lord spoken, and he said to the prophet Ezekiel. This is what God said to his prophet Ezekiel. The Lord has spoken, and he's going to consume all his enemies. None of them is going to be standing at the end. Thank you, Lord. Some people have called that World War Three, but it might be World War Four. Because at the end of the seven year tribulation, the nation unite to go attack Israel one more time before the millennium. A lot of people call that World War Three. I believe that is World War Three and World War Four. It would make our Russia and the rest of the nation go against Jerusalem. Praise you Lord. Praise you, Lord. We have seen Russia being very friendly with the Palestinians and the Arabs, brothers and sisters. Russia has better relationship with the United States with the Arab country, brothers and sisters. Believe it or not. We see that in the last day, those actions, and many people have been surprised how President Putin has had so much uh, grace, I would say, with these presidents or these Arab leaders. But so much is unfolding from the Middle East, brothers and sisters. They, as uh, Psalm 83 says, they are uniting as one. All the Arab nations, and 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 uh, they they're uniting now. In in the oil, they are making business with the oil, putting it to the home. Praise you Lord, Hallelujah, to the uh use, and uh, basically to kill people. Use the money to kill people. Buy weapons, buy better weapons, buy better technology, intelligent and you know, all that to kill people. Those and so. And it's so sad, it's all over the media, it's all over the Internet. Praise you, Lord. But we continue to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, brothers and sisters. And I pray for the prosperity also of Israel, that God will continue to prosper there no matter what. Thank you, Lord. Because Jesus will fight for the Jewish people as he fought in the Old Testament and delivered them from the strong hand on Pharaoh with mighty hands. So he will do again, deliver the Jewish people with mighty hand out of the nations, Iran, and all them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, we're practically in a cold war right now. There's so much happening in the Middle East that uh, the media here in the U.S. is not talking about it. You might have to search media, news for other international news, because in the U.S., the news of the Middle East is being cut off. Just to let you know what's going on. The news coming out of the Middle East is being cut off. Obama don't want the news out of the Middle East. He doesn't want no bad news coming out of Iran and any other country to the US. He doesn't want the US people, the American people to know the truth. That Iran is a terrorist nation. And so the news out of Iran is being is being filtered in the United States. And the media in the United States, Fox News, CNN, and all those channels, even the BBC, are now being allowed. you see seen a lot of stuff happening with the BBC America because they had a lot of international news. I don't filter in the past. And now they're being told that there's a lot of news they cannot give to the U.S. So a lot of the news, you are not going to get it here. Okay? You're not going to get the news here. You're not going to know how terrorists are running. And so if they're so terrorist, why is Obama and then giving them an incentive for holding back their billions, giving them the back of billions, which they'll immediately move out of the U.S.? Brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And so, so much is happening. So, so much is happening. Praise the Lord. Praise the God. But we will continue to inform God's people. You know, I I, I said I didn't want to get into too much uh Of the media, because if if I started getting news from online, what is is Iran doing? It will be terrible for people. People will be surprised. They won't believe it. All the stuff they build, they kill people, they make people disappear. And so much more, brothers and sisters. Praise you, Lord. And they got their eyes on America. Hallelujah. But we keep focused on Jesus. Amen. We stay focused on the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because the Lord is the one going to bring all that change. And so he wants us to, to really focus on him for Israel. But a lot of the, 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 the all those that attack on Israel, you don't see it on the news of the U.S. Mm-mm. You don't hear about the, the Palestinians from West Bank attacking Israel over this past week and the week before and killing Jewish people. Oh, you don't hear that. You don't hear that. They, they're being filtered. Even uh, uh, the the Jerusalem, you know, are being pressured not to report these things. Can you believe that? The Jerusalem news A big impression Not to report all the These bad news How Jewish people Are being killed Hallelujah It is so sad Because a lot of Things are happening A lot of people Don't notice How bad it is Praise the Lord But At the same time Hallelujah Jesus told us Not to be deceived. So we're going to Have to research And pray Pray And the Lord Will show us Brothers and sisters Praise Jesus Hallelujah Praise the Lord. But a lot of things are unfolding. They are preparing to attack Israel. In case you didn't know this, and you probably are not hearing this in the news, I'm telling you right now. Iran, Syria, Libya, and Egypt. Pakistan and Libya. And, hallelujah, Pakistan is one of them. You know, Pakistan is I joined them, too. Iran in them. They are militarily preparing to attack Israel. They have practically all the weapons they need, okay, all the weapons they need to attack Israel, brothers and sisters. They have they've been preparing for years, and now there has been word put on, on the internet that they are ready to make Jerusalem Palestine. They are ready, they say. But all the weapons they have, they have said they are not going to fail. The next attack, when when Iran decides to go all out, all out, Israel, all these nations are planning to to attack together. Just so you know what what they are saying, which is in Psalm eighty three, brothers and sisters. This is why it's in the Word. This is why I I have to share the news because I I heard some of it online, and I was shocked how deceived these people are and how much they believe. How much they believe they are going to uh, win. They are convinced, hallelujah. This is what they've Psalm 8083 80, 3. They have taken crafty counsel against thy people and have consulted against thy secret one. They are doing this, brothers and sisters. They are meeting each other, one president to another, having these meetings, and how soon they're going to win over Israel and take over the nation of Israel. Hallelujah. That's what they're saying in the news. Verse 4, They have said, Come and let us cut them off from being a nation, and let the name of Israel be no more in remembrance. These were exactly the words that the, the, the president, the new president of Iran, in one of his last speech said, He he said practically, practically word by word, Psalm 83, 4, brothers and sisters. I was so surprised. Hallelujah. I, Shalom, Sister Trey. I was so surprised when I heard the speech he gave online. They have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation. With one the word he said, that they're going to cut Israel from being a nation. And let the name of Israel be no more. This is another thing they have said also. That Israel, the name of Israel doesn't exist that was made old, it was made up. And they're gonna cut it up from be, they're gonna erase it. They're gonna erase the name of Israel, brothers and sisters. All these things they have said on the media. And all these media don't come to the US. It stays up there, brothers. It start. Verse five for so they have consulted together in heart. they have made a league against thee. Look how deep their believers that they are going to wipe Israel out of the map They turn their hearts, says God. And that's how I heard. That's how I heard these people speaking. They truly believe in their hearts that they are going to accomplish this. For well, God says even not in His word. So they have consulted together in heart. They have made league against thee. They believe in their heart that this is what they're going to bring back. brothers. they're going to accomplish soon. Oh, it's so sad. It's so sad. Let
1: me, let me continue. Praise you, Lord! Praise you, Lord! Praise you, Lord! God, have mercy.
2: Ezekiel twenty-two twenty-one. I will guard you, I say, and blow the fire on my wrath upon you, and you shall be melt in the midst thereof, says the Lord. Here, my goodness, why is God so angry? Because every time they 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 talk about Israel, or they come against Israel this way or against his people, God wrath burns angry. He burns with fire, brothers and sisters. He's going to release his fire upon the earth, upon these people. Not too far from now, brothers and sisters. Ezekiel 22, 31. Therefore, I have put out my indignation upon them and consumed them with fire on my wrath. Their own ways have I rendered upon their heads, says the Lord. It is their own way. It's what they've won. See, it's not what God won, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah.
1: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Wow. I saw in a dream the Lord, our servant, brother, I'll be speaking about a of saying, but you type in the Lord to my son, watch for the mic, so word of Israel, listen to what's so far. That says, solid, uh, solid your homecoming. There, there you go, There you go. Thank you for that word, everybody. Praise the Lord. You see, brothers and sisters, the Lord confirms everything. The Lord confirms
2: everything. There's no coincidence. No coincidence, I'm telling you. He is confirming this, not only to me. If I go to my Facebook, I get a lot of words from a lot of people on Facebook. Every day I get different prophecies. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Every, 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 every time, hallelujah, I get different words from, from different prophets, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We are so
1: close. We are so close. We are so close. I can feel the anointing on our. word, my goodness. Praise you, Lord. Everything is so close. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord.
2: Brother Bobby, if you want to go on and share, share share that word, brother. Come and share the word. Right, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God is so
1: awesome. God is so good. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come, come, come and share that, that word, brother Body, on the air. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. the presence of the Lord, the anointing. My goodness, comes with our word. Praise the Lord. This is all so close to come to pass. Hallelujah. So close
2: to come to pass. The word of God is going to be fulfilled. And then that nation has wrapped. It's going to come on this nation. You know, I care to pray for these people so God will save them before it's too late. I care to pray for them for God to save them before it's too late. Because I know the hour is coming. When the judgment of God is going to be put out, and they're going to be burned. Hallelujah. They're going to be burned. So we need to pray that they are saved before it's delayed. Because it is going to happen, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. It's going to happen. Okay, everybody,
1: share. Thank you, Lord. Pray
2: it's
1: Thank you. Amen. Pray. Thank you, Jesus.
3: Shalom, brother Elby. I, I was, yes, shalom. I, I was just uh, hang on, let me turn my thing down. There we go. I was I was so amazed uh, uh, uh because I'm sitting here in, in, in the dream. I I mean, when you were talking about the uh, uh I think it's the yeah the song uh, eighty three. Uh, I mean yeah, song eighty three, and when you. <laughs> I remember this, uh, you know, just seeing it, that this is Bella. she She says the exact same thing right here to all my beloved brother, buddy, and you, Jay. And, and then the scripture, and I remember you, and you going, wow. And then here it is. Oh, it's coming. Can you hear me? Here, brother. Can you all hear me?
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll 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 okay. I heard a bunch
0: okay.
3: of noise I was uh, thinking the enemy's trying to uh, interfere, but uh, oh, good, praise the Lord. Well, uh, shalom to all of you. But anyway, I, I saw that and I go, "Well, I remember this." And, and, and I and, and when I saw it, I said, "What does it mean, Lord?" And the Lord said, "My Lord, Lord I." My son, uh, Israel is my prophetic timepiece. Watch for war in Israel and listen for the shofar that is announcing your homecoming. That's what the Lord said. And praise God, here it is being confirmed right here. It comes to pass. So, you know, what the Lord, you know, tells us and shows us in dreams and visions, it can really happen. It, it it does. It does happen. I know Brother Helby knows that. But it does happen, and it's, it's amazing sometimes, and, and that you are uh, here witnessing what the Lord is doing in our lives and preparing it, for he is coming very soon. And, and yes, that uh, we, we need to uh, keep focusing on him, uh, keep focusing on the face of Jesus. Don't turn to the left or the right. Don't turn to men or women. Don't turn to religion. But turn to the Lord Jesus now. Turn to the Lord Jesus now. Repent daily. Watch and pray. As the Spirit of God comes upon you with stuff in your life, or talking about doors that open your life, listen to him. Don't fight him. Don't resist him, but listen to him. And and, and that comes from uh, uh, being humble before your Lord. I'm telling you, you have to empty yourself to be able to, to uh, to to get right with God. I can tell you that now. You can't have any of yourself in the way because <laughs> the old self wants to rise up and be prideful and say, I can do this, oh, I can handle this. But no, no, we can't. We can't. Uh, the Lord has shown us clear that we need him, that we need him in everything of our lives, especially in such a time as this, that we need to depend on the Lord Jesus. And that uh, he is the only way. He is the only truth and the only life. He is the life giver. Just like Peter said, when all the other disciples, I mean, a lot of the disciples were walking away because they thought the words that God, I mean, Jesus was saying was hard. But they didn't understand. They thought he was talking naturally. But when Jesus speaks, speaking, speaking words of spirit and truth. And that since they haven't been in in, uh, in God's word or thinking the Lord like they should and, and hungry for it, they didn't understand it. Oh, this word's hard. We've got to walk away. And then the Lord says to his twelve, I said, are you all going to walk away too? And Peter says, Lord, no. I mean, where can we go? You're the ones with life. You're the only one that has words of life, real life. You're sharing here.
1: Of the nation, and they believe now they're ready. And they have said that next time they attack Israel, together with many nations, they are going to, to erase them out of the map. Is the last word the prisoner of Iran news, And with all these people employed for the U.S., to them, in these different countries, this is horrible because they think that this is going to make them ready for that. And the incentive Obama gave Iran it was too much money. Too much money. It's too much millions of the billions of dollars going to over there. And they're just using it to buy a weapon and do whatever they want, brothers and sisters. it's so sad. But the Lord is watching. The Lord knows all that. And He's going to give them the victory, brothers and sisters. We need to continue to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Amen.
2: Thank you, Lord. Amos 1 7. Therefore, I will set a fire upon the wall of Gaza and it shall devour the palace thereof. So God remembered Gaza, the things that are happening in Gaza right now, on the West Bank, and God said, I will set a fire upon the wall of Gaza, and it shall devour, devour the palace thereof. God remembered Israel's enemy. He had not taken for granted. His fire will burn on them. Amos 1.14, Therefore I will kindle a fire in the wall of Reba, or Ravah, and it shall devour the palace thereof with with shooting in the days of battle, and with tempest in the days of whirlwind. So the Lord is going to consume his enemy, all these nations, Rabbah, that is joining them, that is, hallelujah, Gaza, Rabbah, and so many more. The Lord knows whom they are, and he's going to consume them. Here's another nation joining them. Amen, 2-2. Two, two. Therefore I will send fire upon Moab, and it shall devour the, the palace of Tyria. And Moab shall die with the Tammuz and with the shooting, and with the sounds of the trumpet. My goodness, is coming. It's coming, the Lord is saying in his word. Their destruction is coming. How can they escape God's wrath, brothers and sisters? There's no way they can escape. And that's what we're prophesying here. Those are the word of God that we're reading, that it's going to come to pass soon. So much is going to come to pass. But one of the amazing things that are going to happen is when the trumpet sound and, God, and Jesus' church is caught up in the air to meet the Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Lord is confirming that right now. Yes. Yes, that's one of the things the Lord is looking forward soon, that it's going to come. He says, to meet it bright in the air. This is what the Lord I've been concerned for a lot of people who I see not walking with the Lord the way they used to anymore. Brothers and sisters, a lot of people have forsaken the god us here, in the Lord's hour. We are hundreds and thousands of people, hundreds of them have moved away. Praise the Lord. And some people have written to me and said they're backsliding. Brothers and sisters, but it's so sad. Some people have sent me messages privately and said, brother, only pray for me. I'm backsliding. I, I was I listen to you so much in the Lord's hour, and a lot of people are turned back to sin. So I want to ask you, if anyone you don't see here or, or people that were here but not here anymore, please keep them in prayer. A lot of people are backsliding, believe it or not, brothers and sisters. But we got to continue to pray for them. Don't give up on people. Continue to pray. Pray for the Lord. They may not be ready for the rapture because Jesus came to me a few nights ago to tell me that I was... I was very concerned for certain people that I know, wanting them to go home in the rapture. And Jesus told me, praise the Lord, that they will stay. It's what the Lord says to me. They will stay, my son. They will stay. Praise the Lord. Because if people are not in repentance now, hallelujah, it's going to be too late, Jesus told me, for them. And he knows them. He knows them. He knows what's going on. I've been praying for them because we want to see our brothers and sisters come home with us, as I was shivering for people, jumping up and down as they were coming through the fire. Praise the Lord. But the Lord reminded me that not many, not many are going to come through. And I was looking forward for people from the Lord's Tower, people that I know here that are seeking God and repenting. It's the people that I look forward to seeing. Jesus told me when I was concerned that no one would listen to my message. Jesus told me, my people. My elect will hear you. They will know it is I speaking, Jesus said to me. It is I speaking through you. He says to me. Okay, I said, Okay Lord, praise you Jesus. So I'm just trusting the Lord and I know those that are coming to seek the Lord like the Lord's people that are sincerely repenting and seeking the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amos five said, Seek the Lord and you shall live lest he break out like fire. In the house of Joseph and devour it. There be none to quench it and battle. Brothers and sisters, to of the Lord. It is going to go on so much. Hallelujah. Jesus, have mercy on us. Thank you, Lord. Praise you. Listen to this song. Right? I'll be back. Listen Listen how Jesus loves people so much. I just uploaded this song today, and I want you to listen to it. Praise you, Lord. And know and understand that Jesus loves sinners. And he died for them on the cross. And he wants to save them. He doesn't want one of them to perish. Thank you, Jesus. He 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 is the friend ready to help them when they call upon his name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray this song now. Praise the Lord. And want you I want you to meditate, hallelujah, that Jesus loves them. Jesus loves those that are backsliding and decided to bring them back. And he is going to bring them back, brothers and sisters. Jesus is going to bring them back. Praise the Lord. Either here or in the tribulation. But he is going to bring them back. Hallelujah. Because Jesus loves them. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, hallelujah. Praise their true friend. They think the world is their friend. Hallelujah. But no, Jesus Christ is the only friend they have. They, have not, they, they don't know this. Well, they're having a tough time noticing that Jesus is the friend. But Jesus is there for them more than anybody else, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus. But so they have not noticed that yet. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. He's there for them. He's there. He's a true friend. Not like the world. Hallelujah. Praise you, who has just as they see them, that's lead them, lie to them. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But Jesus is the true friend. Who is ready to help them? Thank you, Lord. Who is ready to stretch their hand, Lord, hallelujah, and help them going through the hard time that a lot of people are going through. That's why I tell people don't judge other people because you don't know the trouble that other people are going through. We just got to keep praying for them. Hallelujah. Here it is. I'll be back after this.
0: People in your name, but the sword was never ours to swing. Jesus, friend of sinners, the truth's become so hard to see. The world is on their way to you, but they're tripping over me. Always looking around, but never looking up. I'm so double minded think like I saints with dirty hands and a heart divided Oh Jesus Friend of sinners Open our eyes to the world at the end of our pointing fingers Let our hearts be led by mercy Help us reach with open hearts and open Oh, Jesus, friend of sinners, break our hearts for.
1: My brothers and sisters. The Lord Jesus is the best friend we can ever have, brothers and sisters. He is the best friend you and I can never have. Hallelujah. Proverbs seventeen seventeen. A friend loved in all times. And a brother is born for for adversary. Proverbs eighteen twenty four. A man that has friends out to show himself a friendly, for a friend is nearer than a brother. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. No better friend and the
2: Lord, God showed Himself friend to Abraham. He called Abraham His friend. He also said to Moses, "Hallelujah!" And the Lord spoke unto Moses face to face, as the man speaketh unto his friend.
1: After he turned again unto his whole, but his servant Joshua, the new young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. He was a friend of Moses. God only has shown friends to His servants to his brothers and sisters, Jesus has shown himself friend. He showed himself friend to his disciples.
2: He loved them as a friend who loved a friend who he cared very much for. Jesus cared very much. He cares very much for you and
1: I. Jesus Christ is our own best friend, brothers and sisters. He is a true friend. He will not leave, that, leave us, neither forsake us. That's what a true friend will do, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. A true friend was shown to a friend to us. Hallelujah. In, in hallelujah, in, in, in all time, as uh, Jesus has shown himself a friend to us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Friend in all time. He was a true friend. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord is so good here, so awesome. Sister, so, so here's uh, another message. Praise the Lord. I have ready to pray for tonight after this. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. I know it will bless your life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I I made this message
2: about three years now, and it blessed a lot of people, and I hope it will bless you tonight. A lot of you have not heard this message. So please listen to Lord it. It's bless David.
0: your
1: life. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.
4: take your eyes off of the prize of your eternal life with me. No matter what comes to pass on your earth, in your life, do not quit looking to me. I am your father and your creator. I am the creator of all things. But I created you to love you. And when you experience my love, it will be worth all that you face in this time on your earth. Satan is coming against many of my children now. My children must know their rights. My children must know that they are fighting against a deceited foe. He will flee at the sound of my name. This is where many of my children unknowingly remain exposed to Satan's attacks. Many believe his lies. They think that they have to fight against him on their own. And if you try this, you will surely lose. He is in the smallest of thoughts of confusion all the way to instigating mega catastrophes. If you will recognize him as your enemy, you will also recognize that he has already been defeated. He is already a defeated foe whom you have already won victory over. Many of my children do not realize their victory, and they continue to fight the same battles over and over again instead of claiming their victory. Don't continue fighting the battles that I have already won. Claim and walk in your victory. Claim, in your, claim your victory and walk in your victory. Bind and cast Satan out of whatever the situation, whether it be fear, physical, financial, family, whatever area of your life he is going after. Bind him and cast him out and walk away in my victory. This victory came at an expensive price, but if you are not claiming it, if you are still believing the lies of Satan, this victory is falling short and failing to produce my fruit in your life. Not only, my children, do I want to see you grabbing onto and claiming your victory, but I want to see the fruits that begin to result from this new place in which you stand. You are victorious and poised to produce my fruits. If you let yourself adhere to the correct mindset, you will see. I will bring you through all things in victory. Victory is mine, and so are you.
1: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord's Tower. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend with the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, God is so good, and he is so
2: awesome, hallelujah. Uh, Thank you, Lord. I want to go into the word of God, hallelujah, and I want to go into Exodus 33. I know people have have had many questions in regard to uh, the Father using his Son in the Holy Spirit right from the beginning of the Bible, like if you go to uh, Genesis chapter 1, you you notice that uh, right from the beginning, you see the work of the Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah! Right the beginning, and you wonder, you know, why why did God uh, use the Holy Spirit in in all His creation? Using His Son and the Holy Spirit, like you see it in um, Genesis um, chapter one verse two says, and the earth was without form and void, and the darkness was upon the deep, and the Spirit of God. Move upon the water. So there we see the, uh, the the Holy Spirit right from the beginning. Hallelujah in the work of God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And then you see in John chapter one verse one it says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and and that Word was God. And the same was in the beginning, and all things were made by it, and without it, without it, was nothing made, or nothing that was made. Hallelujah, and and so, and then um, I believe it's Exodus chapter two, where we see the, uh the angel of the Lord, which is the Lord Jesus Christ again, uh, uh, God using His angel, saying His angel, like the Bible says, uh, to speak with Moses. Hallelujah, right, Jesus. Hallelujah, and and so uh, we see the angel of the Lord when he spoke with Abraham and other two angels before He went and destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, and, and so we we see. We see, hallelujah, the, the Lord Jesus, which was the angel of God, the angel of the Lord, hallelujah, being used by God right from the beginning, hallelujah, and it's, and it's still this way right to, to this last uh, point away. end. let me go into the Word, and then I'll go into sharing that. In Exodus 33, hallelujah, we we, we get an explanation why. Why is that? Hallelujah. And said that, uh, Exodus 33, 1 says, Afterward, the Lord said unto Moses, Depart. Go up from hence thou and the people which thou hath brought up out of the land of Egypt, and unto the land which I swore, swore unto Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, saying unto thee, I will give it, and I will send an angel before thee. There is the promise. There is the promise. This, this same angel that God has been sending right from the beginning of creation, hallelujah, is still the angel today, same angel today. Hallelujah! But finally, we know the angel of God's name, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! And so I will send an angel before thee, and I will cast out of out of the Canaanite, the Amorite, the Hittite, the Pharisee, the Hephaistite, and the Jebusite. Now, all these nations, before God, I uh, uh, remove them from in front of the Israelite. And, and just to give you a little understanding of what 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 it means, all these nations that Shalom their Adivak um, Divon, uh, all these nations represented Israel' enemy, enemy which were God' enemy anyway. So uh, God said, I will send my angel before thee, and I will remove I will remove all these enemy before thee. And, and, and then He mentions all the all the nations that were before Israel, or in the way to the promised land, which God told Israel He will remove them through His angel, through so the angel of the Lord. And so that, that is so powerful and so good for us to know today how the kingdom of God works. How God operates his kingdom. Very important for us to understand how God works. Hallelujah. And you, you can ask the Lord to send his angel if you have a problem or anything. You can ask God to send his angel because it says that in Psalm 91 he will send his angel. Hallelujah. To help us. And so you can always go ask God to send his angel because it is his promise. Hallelujah. But here, hallelujah, all these nations were much stronger than Israel. Israel just being a small nation back then. Hallelujah. And so I will send the angel before thee to cast out the can and some other nations. Verse 3. To a land I said afloat with milk and honey, for I will not hang up with thee, because thou art stiff-necked people, lest I consume thee, hallelujah, in the way. Okay? Okay. Uh, uh, um consume, I looked up the word consume and it's not to be anymore or or to be swallowed. Uh, One of the dictionaries said to be swallowed little by little. Amen. And so consume is like the fire uh, 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 consume the leaves or the trees or the house. So destroy is another word for consume. And so God said, so I will not destroy you. I will not walk with you because God knows who we are really in our heart. And Yes, we are his people, Yeah, he has called us, but since I don't any sin, God knows that problem. We have a problem with sin, disobedience, my brothers and sisters. And we I, we hear a lot of people praying to God, calling God, God, walk with me, and this and that. Well, just for you to get an understanding, what God says to Moses, look, well, if I walk with you, okay, this is what I'm going to do to you. This This is what may happen to your life. I will kill you. Okay so God said look I'm going to send my angel I'm going to send the Lord my son okay And so God says, so he will send his angel and so and so when the people heard this evil tidings they sorrow and no man put on his best uh, raiment you know they usually when God called them to come to his presence in the tabernacle for God to come and show up among the people. They would put on the best raiment, the best clothing and all that. They would wash up. They would clean up and, and get ready to go see God. Amen. Okay. And so no man put on his best raiment. They were sad. They were heartbroken. So verse 5, for the Lord said unto Moses, said unto the children of Israel, ye are stiff-necked people, and hallelujah, if I will come suddenly upon thee and consume thee, therefore uh, now put the costly raiment from thee, that I that I may know what to do unto thee, hallelujah. Verse six. So the children of Israel laid lay, lay their good raiment for them after Moses came down from the mount, hallelujah. So they finally decided to dress up well. Verse 5, then Moses took his his tabernacle and pitched it without host far off from the host, call it in which is one of the pro, one of the uh, holy priests there, and when when any did seek the Lord he went out unto the tabernacle of the congregation which was without host. Verse eight, and when Moses went out unto the tabernacle, all the people rose up, stood every man at his tent door, and looked after Moses until he was gone unto the tabernacle. Amen. Verse nine. And as soon as Moses was entered into the tabernacle, the cloudy pillar descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle, and the Lord talked with Moses. God decided to come down. They they got they they got dressed up already for God's presence. Now God came down to talk to Moses. verse nine. Now when all the people saw the cloudy pillar stand on the tabernacle door, all the people rose up and worshipped every man in his tent door. Verse eleven. And the Lord spoke unto Moses face to face as a man speaking unto his friend. Listen to the special relationship. This is why it's so important we have a relationship with God, my brothers and sisters, that our walk with God is about relationship. Amen. It's very important we understand. And so face to face as a man speaketh unto his friend, says the Bible. After he turned again into the host, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed. They parted not out of the tabernacle. So Joshua loved the presence of God; He was always there. Verse 12. Then Moses said unto the Lord, Thou, Thou, uh, Thou say unto me, Let the people for it, and thou hast no, not show me whom thou wilt send with me. Thou hast said moreover, and I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my in thy sight. So n- now, therefore, I pray thee, if I have fa- favor in thy sight, show me now thy way that I may know thee, that I find grace in thy sight, consider also this nation thy people. And he answered, My presence should go with thee, and I will give thee I, I will give thee, thee rest. Amen. So now we see another uh, um another petition from Moses that his presence will go with him. Amen. And then Moses said verse fifteen that he said unto him, If thy presence... Go not with us, carry us not hence. If your presence don't come with us, hallelujah, shalom dear Sister Bolesky, we don't want to go. And so that presence is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit of God it does such a, a great job among the bride of Christ. And we see it right from the beginning, how God uses Holy Spirit right from the creation. The Holy Spirit does such a great job. Okay, among God's people, and that, it, that's very important that we 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 appreciate, amen, the presence of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, that it's not taken for granted, that we understand that the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, he will guide you, he will lead you, he will teach you all things. So in regard to the Holy Spirit, it's very important that we know the job that the Holy Spirit does, and we and that we appreciate that job. I'm going to go to John 14 now. Hallelujah. And show you, Hallelujah, the, the the job of the Holy Spirit that we have to appreciate it. Amen. Hallelujah. He he's very important. You see that Jesus in his time, he came and did his job. Shalom de is Norma. And he came and did what he was sent to do save, redemption, cleanse for his blood. And then he says it is better for it is better for you to, for me to go, or the counselor will not come, Jesus said. So that shows how important The job of the Holy Spirit is to God. When Jesus said that to his disciples, it's better for for you for me to go. It is better, hallelujah. And so we need to understand the work of the Holy Spirit. And that God loves us so much, my brothers and sisters, that he gave us his own only begotten son, and then he gave us his own, own Holy Spirit, out of his own presence, out of his own self, which it, it really means how important we are to him. That we are just not anybody. We are God's sons and daughters. And we are very important. But there's another part of all this and it's that we are unique. Each and one of us will make unique. And there's not true in all God creation, there's not true of you. There's not true of me. We are all totally different. Even even the scientists are in the DNA of human beings notice that each human being, e each uh DNA of each person are completely different. And that's why they, they're using more the DNA of the person to identify people than anything else because everyone is different to the DNA. So everyone is made different in that regard. There's a differences in each human being. And so that makes us unique. God made us unique. And this is why if, if you are lost, if your soul is lost, okay, a great thing is lost to God. Because God formed you and I in the womb of our mother. He made us unique in the womb of our mother, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. And each and one of us is so important to God that you have no idea how important you are to God. We are unique. And this is why the devil is going after humanity in the way in the way, and the demons are going after humanity in the way they've been doing it for thousands a year. Because they know what each human being made by God represent to God the importance of each, every human being. He loved each human being he made. And he made them all completely different. And if one of us is lost, a great thing is lost to God. And it causes pain and hurting to God if one of us is lost. Because we are important to him. Hallelujah. And so this is, this is very important, brothers and sisters, that we know. See, each of the person. As Moses prepared the tabernacle for people to come before before God, dress up, get ready, and come. Each person needed to come. Each person needed to dress well, okay, with the best clothing they had to come to God's tabernacle because God wanted to see each one of them. See, God loves you. And this is, this is why God wants you to pray to him. This is why God wants you to seek him. Because you're going to find your joy, your happiness, your uniqueness in God. As you seek the Lord, not only you get to know God and have great revelation of God and enjoy His presence and His love and really come to the understanding that He's your Father, He loves you, He made you special. All these things you'll get it through praying and your own relationship with the Lord, with the Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And so all happens within relationship with God. Whether you seeking God, whether you seeking God through repentings, first of all, coming to his presence and prayer, all this uniqueness is revealed to you in such a special way that you come to understand who you really are in God. Because each and each one of us are something important in God. In God, not out of God. Amen? And so this is this is why... It is ve- it's very important you understand who you are in God. Now listen to this. John, John, you go to John 15. Verse 4. Abide in me, Jesus says, and I in you, as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, it said he abide in the vine. No more can ye, you, except you abide in me, ye. Hallelujah. Very important you understand that you are someone important in Jesus Christ. In order for you to bear fruit, in order for you to become who you are in God who what God meant you to be from before this world was, you have to come to be one in Christ in your relationship with Christ. you have to come in that in that deep relationship, in that solid relationship in that loving relationship, in that special relationship with Jesus, where you're going to find God and you're going to find yourself. In God. Hallelujah. Praise right? so but you cannot do it without without the Lord. Verse five. I am divine, says Jesus. Ye are the branches. He that abide in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me can ye do nothing. Without me nothing you can do. Hallelujah. Every time someone goes after God through religious and different ways, different matter or idea or pride. Hallelujah. They 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 will notice the time goes by and they have wasted their time. Years goes by and goes by, hallelujah, and they have wasted their time. It's only to relationship, my brothers and sisters, that you come in that relationship with Jesus, with God. Hallelujah. And, and, and it's the same as because Jesus said, without him, then nothing you and I can do. So if we try to do it any other way, like that someone that entered the wedding... And said, Friend, where did you come from? How did you come in here? Because he did not come through the door, the door of the Lord Jesus Christ. So he enticed them to the serpent and threw him into the fire. Because he did not let many people today, we have them. Hallelujah. Get Not through the door. Oh, we're going to heaven, but they don't want to do it through the door to say but once they believe they enter, they're going to be bound and thrown in the fire. Very sad, very sad, very sad, very sad. Jesus is the way, my brother, and the father, and, and God has set the way, hallelujah, Jesus is the way, and God has set his son as the way, as the door, he is the way, and he is the door, you can only go to the father through him, and you can only enter into heaven through him, because he's the door, Hallelujah. He is the narrow way. Jesus himself is the narrow way. Sometimes it's difficult to see or find, but you can only get closer to him to repent of your sin. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. See, a lot of people complain to God because of the trials and tribulations and difficult times they're going through. But this, let me tell you what God is doing in your life through your trials and testing. Hallelujah. See when the I'm gonna give you the sample through gold. What what they do with gold is they take gold okay, in a rough shape, with some uh mix in it, it could be soil, it could be anything. And so they have to wash the soil very the the, the, the soil out of the gold very well, cleanse it with different different chemicals and stuff. Hallelujah, shalom they are having. hallelujah. And so then the gold has to be taken and 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 melted down with fire. Okay? And then some people think well um, that's for the gold to be tested. The gold is put through the fire to be tested. Uh not so much. Testing is is part of the process. Okay? I want you to understand this. Testing of the uh melting the gold through fire, hallelujah, is part of the testing, but it's not the whole the whole point of it. It's not the whole purpose of, of just melting the gold, okay? Because melting the gold, what it does is, so the gold is put through the, through the fire, which is your life and my life, okay? Once the gold is put into the fire and boiling at a certain temperature, okay? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. There is a mold made for the gold. That it, I mean, different jewelry store, different mold. But there's a mold made for the gold in which the gold is going to be poured out into in, in a liquid form. And once the gold is poured out into the liquid form, into that mold, which the Bible calls Jesus Christ, the mold, they stack to a level that is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. What happens is, hallelujah, for gold to be pure 100%, has to go through the same process of fire maybe more than once. More than twice. Hallelujah. That gives gold the value, the quality. But what happens with the process of putting the gold through fire is that it will show as it's processed more and more and more. Hallelujah. It will show how beautiful gold is. Okay? And it becomes more original as it's being put through the process, and that originality of the gold Comes to be shown through the prophets, so in order for God to show who to show the world his love and who he really is, his care, he has to prove his bride, his sons and daughter through the process of testing and trials and difficult and all that, because what's going to happen is if there's someone who is not real, if someone who is fake will not stay in the process. See, God took over 5 million people out of Egypt. God knew the heart of all of them. God knew there was beyond 4 million people there that were fake, that would love to murmur, that were wicked, that loved to sin, and would not repent. Hallelujah. And so how can God show the few chosen one, the few elected one, the two orig- the, the the original ones, the few original ones, who they were from among the other people, unless he put them to the trial all at once together, and God took almost six million people and started putting each and one of them through the fire, because the fire will show how pure God, how, how pure God is. At the end, and if something remains, if something is gets burned in the process, it was not gold. It was not pure. It was not original. It was not of God, in other words. And this is why some people don't understand the process of God. God is putting you, you and I through a process where what's going to happen is if you are truly of God, it's going to be shown. But if you get burned in the process and you don't make it, you are not of God. Hallelujah. And not only you will know if you're not, the whole world also will know. Your neighbor will know. Everyone in the church will know if you will not make it. Hallelujah. So the beauty of putting the gold through the fire is that it was shown it will purify the gold, and it will show them who the gold really is. It will show him who you really are in God. If you are a daughter of God, if you are a son of God, as God puts you to testing, testing and trials and difficult times in your life, as you remain firm, Now I don't mean you don't get shaken and get scared sometimes. Hallelujah. But as you remain in God through times and wait for Jesus and endure until Jesus come, that really show who you really are in God, that you are a daughter of God, you are a son of God, and God's glory will be shown in your life in such a special way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And not only other people will know that God is in your life, but you also will know who you are in God as God puts you through the fire and testing and difficult. Hallelujah. So don't cry out to God and say, God get me out of this testing and trial. God what why me? Why do I have to go through all this? Why did Job have to go through all this? Hallelujah. Why? And right right before right before Job went to his trial, God knew Job's heart. Hallelujah. And God knew that Job was one of those original believer, original son and daughter, that would not endure, that would not quit on God. God knew his heart. See, Satan was judging Job by his appearance, by what he had, all the money, all the protection of God, all the blessing of God he had. Satan was judging Job because of everything he had, including his friends. Hallelujah. Including his friend was judging Job. Hallelujah. Because Satan was well, so rich. He has so much abundance. He has so much servants that are serving him every day. He has it so easy. Hallelujah. And some people might even judge you this way too. Hallelujah. So Job, God knew Job's heart, and God knew that Job would endure. That no matter how hard that trial would be, the sickness in his body, the losing of his son and daughter, God knew that even if Joel lose his son and daughter, he will not quit on him. He will remain faithful to him. Why did God know that? Because God knows your heart. You see, God knows you better than you well, you know yourself. Hallelujah. But then Job had a at the end had a greater joy, because Joy find out Joy find out that at the end of all these trials, his, his redeemer lives. <laughs> and that he will be Standing on the end of everything, he said.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: At the end of the seven-year tribulation, the the one standing will be Jesus Christ. Victorious, says Daniel 2. Hallelujah. Victorious. And so, will you and I will be with Christ, because Christ says, where well, I will be, you will be also. As Christ returned to start the millennium for a thousand years, we will also return with him. How do you love that? You remain faithful until the end. You go home with Him in the rapture. You spend seven he- seven years a party in heaven, a feast, and then you come down to the millennium with Christ again. Hallelujah! That's what Joel said. And in the end, I know my Redeemer will leave live. Hallelujah! Because it's all about Jesus. You understand? It's all about Him, and God God will reveal Himself to your life through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Romans 1.8 says, First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all, because your faith is published through the whole world. It's all started with Jesus. And look at the angry souls. The whole world will see what God did through, through your life, through Christ. <laughs> it will be seen. It will be published. I like the, I love the translation, published through the whole world. Hallelujah! You may see it simple, you may see it little, this is no little, this is no simple, this is huge. Through the whole world, the whole world will know the, hallelujah, the, the, the sons and daughters of God about them, how they were faithful to God, how God used them, how God raised them, how God purified them, how God put them to trials and difficult and all kinds of things. Who in the world don't read the book of Job today? Hallelujah. Who don't know in the world about Job and his testing and his trial? Almost everyone knows it's been published throughout the world. His testing has been published throughout the world. Your testing, my testing, it will be published throughout the world, in case you wanted to know. The whole world will know that we walk with God and that God put us through the fire of testing and trials and difficult. And that we endure to the end. That it was not easy. Many backslided, but they're back again. Going back and forward. Hallelujah. Be intensive in different way. Hallelujah. But remain faithful to the end, brothers and sisters. Him that endure to the end shall be saved, Jesus said. You have to endure. You have to wait on God. You have to go through this process. Because it will show, God will be shown in your life. Hallelujah. For the gold to shine, he has to process and reprocess again. For you and I to shine. The process no end until God says it's done. It is done. But I'm going to share with you a secret tonight. All his work were finished from the beginning. <laughs> I'm sharing with you a mystery. All his work were finished from the beginning. Have you read Genesis? He finished all his work on the sixth day, and the seventh day. I'm sorry. Hallelujah! And on the seventh day he rested. Anything that God was gonna do on your life and my life have already been done. God is resting from all his work, and so will you and I be soon. Hallelujah. It's a mystery in God. It's a mystery in Christ. Hallelujah. He rested from all his work right from the beginning. Hallelujah. Romans 3.24 said, And are justified freely by grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a process. And God is doing it through his son Jesus. Hallelujah. It's not easy. But it's being done, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All oh, it's being done in your life and my life, hallelujah. And he's doing it, hallelujah. Romans one says that being justified by faith, we have peace toward God through the Lord Jesus Christ. Anything you're going to have, it has to be through the Lord Jesus Christ. Come from God through his son to you and I. That's how it comes. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. Romans 5:11 says, and not only so but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Hallelujah. The pardon, the forgiveness. Hallelujah. God is so good. It's all through Christ. Pain to God through Christ. You come to God through the Son. It's all through the Son. Hallelujah. He is the way he is the door. Hallelujah! God is cleansing you and purifying you through His Son. Come to Him through His Son, Jesus, and watch Him cleanse you, restore you, make you look better, and be better. Even though in our present times, as Peter, our trials and testing don't feel good or don't look good. Hallelujah! Romans five fifteen, but ye the gift is not as, a, as an offenseful. For if through the offense of the one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, have abounded unto many. Hallelujah. It's through Jesus Christ that the many are saved. That many are rich. Hallelujah. By God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Romans 5, 17, is by, hallelujah, no, 521. But as the sin has reigned unto death, that is, sin has reigned unto death. Now, so my grace also reigns by righteousness unto eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. By righteousness unto life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Boy, He's gonna make you righteous. He's gonna make you pure. He's gonna make you holy. Hallelujah! Through Jesus Christ, Hall- your total purification, your total change in your life is being done through Jesus Christ. That's why we cannot stop repenting. We cannot stop going to the Lord. Hallelujah. Repenting our sin every day. Do it as much as you can. Hallelujah. Because you are being changed. You are being transformed. You are being cleansed from the inside. That's why you hear about redemption and forgiveness. It's all starting from the inside out. Because the only thing that matters to God is your soul and your spirit. In case you wanted to know. Your soul and your spirit are you. He eternal. It's eternal. This body will go back to be dust. From the dust it was made to the dust it will return. But not your soul and your spirit. Your soul and your spirit of you. And this is what Satan tricks people so much. Okay? Because they don't care about where they're going to end. Satan tells them, oh, don't worry about it where you're going to end. You'll be okay. You know, just remain in sin, in sin and do what you can now. No, 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 no. You repent your sin. If you're looking forward to spend your eternity with God, you got to be repenting your sin now. Asking God for forgiveness to help you. Please Him and be holy through Jesus Christ. Be righteous. Because you're planning to spend your eternity with God, right? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He is so good. Hallelujah. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is dead. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ of Lord. You want to get anything from God? You're going to have to get it through his son. Hallelujah. That's how you're going to get it. That's the way the Father's going to give it to you. You want eternal life? You're going to have to get it through Christ. But you need to understand that the wages of sin is dead. You keep sinning, and you keep saying, I don't care. Or the wages of sins are dead. This is why we and I need to repent our sin, and you and I don't want to say I don't care. Yes, we have to care because it's about our eternal life. And the wages of sin is dead. It weighs so much that it's going to it's it's going to weigh so much. It's going to lead people to hell to the bottom part because sin weighs so much. Hallelujah! The cost, the price—it's a very high price that Jesus paid. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So God don't want us to end up in hell. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, James. That is so true. God word is so beautiful. Romans seven twenty-five. I thank God through I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah, then I myself in my mind serve the law the law of God, but in my flesh the law of sin. Says Paul, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Romans 1627. To God I say, only Hallelujah! Only wise be praised through Jesus Christ forever, Amen. Read into the Romans from from Corinthians, Hallelujah. Sent by Phoebe, serving the Lord, which is in Hallelujah. So, Hallelujah! Through Jesus Christ, I praise Him, says Paul. Very important, Hallelujah. We understand we need to praise uh, God through Jesus Christ, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, Hallelujah. God is so good, Hallelujah. First Corinthians four fifteen. For 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 to, to ye have ten thousand instructive in Christ ye yi have ye na many fathers. for in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. In another word, you are my son and my daughter through the gospel. Very important. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. First Corinthians uh, eight eleven. And through the knowledge of the weak brother perish for whom Christ died. Says Paul. This is a question Paul to the Corinthian. Nine twenty one. To them that are without law as as though I were without law, hallelujah, when I am not without law as pertaining to God, but I am in of the law through Christ that I may be with them that are without law. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because uh, people back then thought that by law they they could be saved. No no way. It's by grace through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And this is how he explains it later on to the Corinthians, first Corinthians fifteen fifty seven. But I think I'm, I, I thanks be unto God which has given us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. By grace, by grace, first Corinthians one five, as for the suffering of Christ abound in us, so our consolation abounded through Christ. Hallelujah. This suffering that we have to endure, my brothers and sisters, through Christ. Hallelujah. That's why it seems like in grace there's more suffering than, than under the law. It seems like the people under the law, they're not had all the suffering that we're going through, but much more our, our, our gift will be as we end our race, much more our gift will be in God because we're enduring to the end. Hallelujah. Our suffering endures to the end. Amen. And because they broke the law, Jesus was keeping the law so there were punishment, the wages of sin were dead. And because Jesus wanted to die so they will be saved and us will be saved too, it cost him a lot, his own life. His own life, my brothers and sisters, it cost Jesus. This is why grace cannot be taken lightly or for granted. Some people do. cannot be taken for granted or lightly because it cost the life of one man the Son of God. He paid a high price for you and I to have life. Hallelujah. And that's why we can rejoice, hallelujah, in Christ. Hallelujah. Because by Him we are saved. And what He has done has been so great. Hallelujah. But God has counted for good and for the salvation of all through His own Son. God being the judge has said, the sacrifice of my Son is enough. I can receive you as my son and as my daughter, but it will require you obedience. It will require you to receive his son and to obey his son. Him that loves me will keep my commitment, Jesus said. Hallelujah. So there are things you need to do. You need to fall in love with Christ. You need to seek him every day, pray to him every day. Jesus Jesus started this way, pray without ceasing. Hallelujah! Never stop praying. Whatever's going on in your life, never stop praying. Whether you're struggling financially, never stop praying. Whether you have abundance, never stop praying. Because if, even though you have abundance, there's someone who doesn't. Never stop praying. Hallelujah! You're struggling in your walk. Never stop praying. Hallelujah! You are. You. 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 Are, everything is going well for you. Never stop praying. Stay praying. Hallelujah! Pray without ceasing. No matter if things are going good or things are going bad, keep praying. Because each prayer, as 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 being taught in Revelation, is is being is put in a cup, like the incense cup that the priest had in the Old Testament, and and that is holy fragrance unto God. Prayer will be answered in God's timing. So as you pray every day, every day morn, what happens is all those prayers are being accumulated, and because everything is answered in God's season, everything that is done says Solomon, Hallelujah. Is everything that is done under the sun? It is done in God's season, says Solomon. So that means is what you pray last year or the year before, Hallelujah. You may get it this year. You you probably last year during this month. You were struggling in, in your in your finance. Like someone was telling me. Uh this uh sister was telling me, brother, every every year my business uh during this time struggles financially. Okay. And so she said she was telling me this and I said, Look, this is what you do. You know that every year at this time your 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 business struggles financially. You know what you do? You pray. Because what happened is your prayer gets accumulated. It's being listened, it's being heard, it's being taken before God, and it's being accumulated. And so what happened is, you pray in this year, the next year you have a greater year financially. You will be better off financially. God will provide in your life financially. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so this is why she told me this last year. She told me this last year after she had a bad year. And I said, pray this year. Do you have a better year? And then I wrote back and I said, "How how is how is how's your business doing?" She said, "Man, it's still doing good, I I'm surprised." There you go. There you go. You see, you prayed, and those prayers gets accumulated. I have learned this from the Lord. Believe me, this 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 has been learned in my walk with the Lord all these years. Okay, teaching me all this stuff, right out of His Word. Hallelujah! And, and He teaches me. I listen to Him. Hallelujah. And he teaches me about prayer, and prayer is that you pray, pray that without ceasing. As you pray, those prayers gets accumulated. Okay, and you know, let's say every, every January, February, or whatever month you you are struggling, you the the months that you don't do good in the years or your business don't good, don't do good. You pray ahead of those years, right before you go into those years, you pray that God will provide during this time, that everything will go even better? You don't say no, that it will go normal. Don't pray that it will go normal. Pray that it will, it will go better. See, because you you got to see the hand of God so you can worship him. Hallelujah. Why, why do you think God told the, the, the Israelites, remember, remember God's strong hand taking you out of Egypt? Hallelujah. Why do you think he said that all the time to the people? You read it right? Hallelujah from the, from the, from the, from Genesis on to the last chapter of Revelation, remembering when God did those for for His people the patriarchs, and all of them. Why are we, are we getting our remembrance right through all the Bible? Because you have to remember that God did something mighty in your life years ago, and God is the same God that did that. And all you're facing a struggle now. That is for you to learn to trust God and pray to Him. Why are you going through a difficult season in your life, my brothers and sisters? And so what do you do? You pray. You pray without ceasing. You pray all year long. Hallelujah. And always remember your struggle. Always remember how God delivers you. And as he starts delivering you through your struggle, you start thanking him and thanking him and confess a better year next year. Hallelujah. I told people last year, 2012, that in 2013, they were going to have a better year financially. Did they have it? Yes, they did. Those that believe that, I got the report back from them. Oh, yes, brother, this year has been better. Okay. So what I did, what did I do? I started confessing, and I started telling them to pray for a better year. And to, it's because it's done by faith, they wouldn't exercise their faith. And what happens? God honor their faith. Hallelujah. Because God says in his word, I honor those that honor me. And when you speak by faith, you honor God. You understand? Especially when you pray about it. Now you're honoring God even more. Because now you're praying. Now you believe that God can do it. That's why you're praying. You're exercising your, phrase, your faith. That's why Jesus said, pray without ceasing. When you pray without ceasing, you always are exercising your faith. You're walking by faith. But not only that, you're living by faith. It's part of your life. You understand what's happening now? It's becoming part of your life. And that's what Jesus meant when he said, pray without ceasing. Hallelujah. Make faith. Hallelujah. I'm going to read it. Hallelujah. Let me go ahead just to make it clear. Thank you, Jesus. God is so good. I love his word. I truly do. Hallelujah. We can learn so much from his word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, why did I, what, after Jesus told me he loved this word out of Hebrew 11.1, 1, in, in the Geneva Bible, 1599, I'm sorry. His now faith is the ground of things which are hope for. So faith must be your ground to prayer or for prayer my brothers and sisters, you have to exercise faith as you pray. And as you're praying, you are exercising faith. Why was Abraham justified by faith? Because Abraham not only believed God, but by his work, he showed that he believed God. He moved by faith, believed by faith, and confessed by faith. He took the boy, let, let me go and make the sacrifice to God. Hallelujah. But when the when the boy asked him, Father, where are we going? Hallelujah. To do a sacrifice. He said, where's you know, the animal? Isaac said to him, he said, don't worry, my son, God will provide. You see that everything he said, all the steps he took were by faith. All the words he spoke were by faith. He never doubted God. Faith was his ground. And everything he did, faith was his ground and all his life. Hallelujah. That's why Abraham was was justified by faith. Hallelujah. Was the father of faith. Because he believed God. He confessed the faith. He lived by faith. He knew by faith what God was going to give him, what he promised him. And so he went. Did God provide a sacrifice? Yes, he did. Abraham believed him. Abraham walked by faith. And so that's what God is telling you and I tonight. Hallelujah. No matter what's going on in your life, Faith has to be your ground. Hallelujah. Your foundation and everything you do and how you live has to be by faith. It cannot be by anything else. You have to confess faith. You have to say, I'm going to have a better year next year. But, you know, that faith that you're confessing has to go with prayer, the action. Faith without action is dead. So if you confess your belief but you don't pray, where is your action? Hallelujah. It's dead. You understand it's dead. Because you're saying you believe, but you there's no there's no action in your life. Praying, you're not fasting. There's no action. It's dead. Hallelujah. So your fasting, your prayer is action to your faith. It's the action that your faith needs every day. That God wants to see in your life. If you say to God, God, I believe you. But you have no action. You don't fast. You don't pray. You don't read the word. You don't seek God. So, where's your action? Then your faith is dead. See, the the nonsense of, of, of religious people as they, they say, Well, I'm a Christian. But they don't do nothing that Christians are supposed to do pray, seek God, repent. None of that. There's no action in, the, in their faith. Their faith is dead. I can be buried seven feet below. It's dead. Hallelujah. It's dead. But your faith, as you take action, is alive. And God, is totally alive. Your found the foundation of your faith. Faith is your foundation, and on that foundation must be must be works, must be, must be action. See, if I say works, some people say, uh-uh. but if I say action, then I say, mm, "Okay." It must be action. Faith without action is dead. The Bible says, "You have to pray. You have to fast." You have to be in the Word. You have to study the Word. This must be action in your life, to your faith. Hallelujah. That's what Abraham did. Everything he did, he believed God, and he did all the action. Based on that faith, he believed God. He honored God. God called Abraham his friend. Hallelujah. Abraham is so special to God, my brothers and sisters. When the Lord Jesus allowed me to speak with Abraham in heaven, Abraham has the first word to speak with me. It was a privilege to me to speak with Abraham in heaven. He is so holy. He is so righteous before God because he believed God and he walked by faith and he lived by faith. His faith has so much action, so much action. It was alive all the time because he has so much action. Is your faith alive or your faith is kind of weak? No action, barely no action. Hallelujah. I, uh, James says I can show you my my faith with my action through my action. Here, James, let me tell you what I do. Well, I, I go to Macedonia. I go preach the word. I go feed the hungry. I go do this. I go go, go do that. If you ask James, James, so okay, James, show me your faith through your action. James would say to you, Look. I travel to Macedonia. I travel to Jerusalem. I go feed the hungry. I go to church to church, giving them Bible teaching. I pray for people. I cast out demons. I, I So much James did for the kingdom. His faith has so much action in his life. Everything he spoke, he lived. He spoke by faith. He lived by faith. His action proved his faith. That's why he said, I can prove you my faith through my action. Hallelujah. So if you say you believe, This must be action in your life. You must fast. You must pray. You must be in the Word. You must be seeking God. Hallelujah. All those things, my brothers and sisters, are very important. Faith has to be the ground of all. Now, what about those that have so much action but have no faith? Hallelujah. It's beautiful either way because someone who has a lot of action, someone that loves to feed the poor and do all that, Okay, if that person repent and receives the Lord, and now that's it by faith, get blessed big big time in God. Hallelujah. Because now he already has the action or she. All she needs a faith. And so as you and I walk by faith and have all these actions, all that pleases God. And so James says that if we ask something according to his will, he will answer us. But what is his will? His word. His word tells you what's the word of God. To be righteous, to be holy, to seek him. To go feed the poor, to do this, to do that. Those are all the things we can do, brothers and sisters, that are the will of God. And his word, that he's telling us to go ahead and do it. And and if you ask something according to his will, you say, you know, I know you don't want me to be rich, an example. But give me a lot of money so I could I could go ahead and fix the poor, Lord. You know, Lord, I'm not greedy in my heart. You know that if I have money, it don't matter to me. I'll I'll live without money and with money it don't matter. Lord, supply me enough that I can go out there and, and support the poor. Now that, that's a person a perfect prayer because if it's truly your heart, you have no greed in you and you don't you have no love for money, and God can put millions and billions of dollars in your hand. Because God can do anything. See, you got to understand, all things are possible with God. Jesus taught His disciples. Okay, so the basic teaching of all this is, all things are possible with God. God can put a million dollar in your hand, like He can put a thousand or a hundred dollar in your in your pocket. The same way He puts a hundred, He can put a million or billion. Because nothing is impossible for Him. You understand? Hallelujah. So. God first wants your heart to be right. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. See, when when God sends uh, uh, Samuel to anoint David as a king, we know the story. That Samuel was looking at the appearance of his brother, but God looks at the heart. David had a heart to please God, to do the word of God, to be obedient to God and keep his word, keep his commandment. Is that if your heart God will have no problem putting wealth in your hand. You see, why did God make David so wealthy? Hello. A lot of people talk about the world of Solomon. Huh? David had a lot of wealth, my brothers and sisters. God put a lot of wealth in his hand. Okay? Because David did not love money. Yes, money was a good thing in David's hand, because David would help his brothers and sisters. He was not greedy. Because David's heart was to please God, to keep God's commandment. And that's what God wanted from David. Hallelujah. That's what God wanted from David, and that's exactly what God wants from you and I. To keep his commandment, to be obedient, not to love money, not to be greedy. And as long as our heart is straight and right with God, God can put in our hand all the money he wants to put in our hand. Because now we don't love it. We're not we don't greedy. There's no greed in our heart. We as we get it, we can give it away and it pleases us. Hallelujah. It will not it will not hurt us. See when someone has greed and gives some money, it hurts them to do so. Because they got greed in their heart. But if they if they rejoice in doing it, Hallelujah. That's why the Bible said it's better to give than to receive. There's a greater joy that some people don't know about. Hallelujah. In giving than receiving. Hallelujah. But the devil likes to steal that from people. Hallelujah. That blessing. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So David had a heart to please God. As long as he wants to please God, your heart is in the right place. If it's with God. Hallelujah. And he can use you so much, can raise you, and you do mighty things for your life. Because your heart is in the right place with God. Because your heart is to please God. You understand? That's what David's heart was. That's what Abraham's heart was. He just wanted to please God. The Abraham happens to be rich? Yeah, he was. But all he wanted was to please God. And this is what God wants you and I to be. Forget about all the material stuff. Seek to please God. Seek to have a, a right, a, your heart be right before God in the right place. Hallelujah. That God can call you into an account anytime and say to you, what have you done with what I've given you? And you can give God an answer anytime because you right is heart. Your heart is right. You're not greedy. You're not this. You're not that. You're not what God don't want you to be. You're you're doing exactly what God wants you to do. And so God is saying to us now, seek me. So a lot of people are making excuses. Oh, God, i got to go to college. I don't have time, God. God says, seek me, my son, my daughter. Well, God, i got to go to college. I don't have the time right now. I'm very busy with college and homework. I, I just don't have time to pray. I don't have time to read your word, God. I don't have time to spend it in your presence, God. And when you say that to God, your heart is not in the right place. Your heart is not David's heart, who would just please God. See, David, his father will send him to take care of the sheep of the house. Hallelujah. And so David will take care of the sheep as best as he could to please his father. His father, hallelujah. Isaiah was a man of God, David's father. Hallelujah. And so uh, David wanted to please his father. And David did it. Hallelujah, serving God. He was a fearful young man of God, and even though he was young, his care was his care was for God and to take care of the sheep right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So David was faithful to his father. He never stole from him. Bible says he never, it doesn't say he stole from him because he never did. He did the right thing as a son of as a son of God in his father's house. Hallelujah. And so when a lion came to kill one of the sheep to eat or take away, David confronted the lion. In other words, David's life was not so more important than those sheep. Because David, David, to David mattered what his father thought of him. Hallelujah. Because let's say David will come back maybe home and say to his father, Father, I'm sorry to tell you, but the lion ate like three sheep. This week, and I was not able to stop him. See, it would have shown that David has no faith in his God. It would have shown that David was not walking with God. Then, Hallelujah! Because if God could could could, could save Daniel from the lion, then can save David Hallelujah from the lion killing him. Hallelujah! And so, no matter what you're going through now, if you got faith in God, is faith your foundation. God can deliver you from the hard timing you are going through, For someone giving you a hard time too. Hallelujah. No matter what you're going through, no matter where you are, you you may feel very deep into a hole right now in your life. You're probably struggling financially or whatever you're going through in your life. God is greater than what you're going through. Hallelujah. And God will deliver you for sure. As he delivered Daniel, from the lion, then, as he delivered David from being killed by a lion. Hallelujah! God can do that, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah! And as to, God says to Moses in Exodus 33, I have sent my angel before thee to remove thy enemy. He is the, he is the, he is the enemy I'm removing from in front of you, and He starts mentioning Him all the enemy. I'm gonna remove the, all, all of them all, but He's gonna do it through His angel, through His Son Jesus. He will send his angel to a camp camp around thee, Psalm 34, 7, and protect thee. Hallelujah. You have an angel from God, and you got the Lord Jesus Christ, the angel of the Lord, that will remove from you all your enemy. If you walk and live by faith, the just should live by faith. If faith is your ground, of everything you do, You're going to have total victory in God. There's no enemy form. Hallelujah. Or no weapon form. Hallelujah. That can come against you. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. There's no weapon form against you that will prosper. Hallelujah. Nothing against you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. will stand. God will destroy your enemy before you, as he told to Moses and the people his people Israel, his children, the children of Israel. Hallelujah. And you and I have the same promise to Jesus Christ. He is protecting us through his son Jesus. Hallelujah. In nothing form on this earth. That's why God is going to judge the United States of America, persecuting Christians. That's why God is judging Mexico. They're persecuting Christians, killing Christians in Mexico. That's why judgment is coming over Mexico. That's why God is going to judge China. They're persecuting Christians. That's why God is going to, it's going to judge Russia. They're persecuting Christians and they're killing them. Everywhere in the Middle East where Christians are being persecuted, hallelujah, God's judgment will come soon against our life. Hallelujah. They will not endure. Nation will not endure. Army will not endure. Hallelujah. Every time they raise their hand against a Christian, they, hallelujah, are speaking judgment against themselves. Moses said to Pharaoh, as Pharaoh decreed through his own mouth the killing of the firstborn, Moses says, You have decreed your own judgment. Those people that are speaking against the Christian around the nation, let me tell you what they're doing. They are decreeing their own judgment. They are saying, We're going to get the Christian and we're going to kill them. Those words are coming against them because we are a blessed people. And as God said to Balaam, do not curse them because they are blessed. No one on this earth can can curse the bride of Jesus Christ because they are blessed. And as they speak curse against us, against themselves. See, God wanted to say, Balaam, God speaks to him through a mule, his own mule. That he was beating in the mule said, why are you beating me? Don't you see the angel right before me? He's like, wow. Hallelujah. So God was showing his power. Hallelujah. And the king sent Balaam again. Balak sent Balaam again. I want you to go curse these people. But Balaam was so hard in his heart. His heart has hearkened so much. He will not listen to the voice of God. Do not curse these people. They are blessed. The bride of Christ is blessed. Hallelujah. They are blessed. They are blessed by God. And no one can curse us. Hallelujah. No one can curse us, my brothers and sisters. Understand that no one can curse us. Someone try to curse us. Hallelujah. It will come upon themselves. Hallelujah. And if you don't believe me, I'm going to remind you through the word of God that you are blessed. Hallelujah. Listen to Matthew five one. And when he saw the multitude, he went up to the mountain. And when he and when he was set, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth. This is Jesus and and taught them saying, I love him, hallelujah, teaching. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for there there is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the they the born, for they should be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which hunger, for they thirst for righteousness; for they should be felt. Uh, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure of heart, for they shall seek God. Blessed are the peacemaker, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which suffer persecution in righteousness' sake, for righteousness' sake, for there is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed should you be when men revise you and persecute you and say all oh, manners of evil against you for my sake falsely. Hallelujah. Rejoice and be glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For hallelujah, for so persecuted they the prophet which were before you. Hallelujah. So if they before you were blessed, so are you blessed by Yeshua, by Yahweh. Hallelujah. You are blessed. You are blessed by God. And anyone. Who wants to curse you? Who wants to come against you? Any word they speak against the the bride of Christ, those same word comes against them. See, God wanted to say Balaam, if Balaam would have spoken one curse against the Jewish people, in that same minute, he would have he would have died. The word would have come upon himself because Jesus is the word. And the word, the angel of God would have taken the source and swipe up his head. Right there, boom, dead. Hallelujah. No one can curse us or they will be cursed. Hallelujah. Yes, all those land that are killing Christians, that are coming again Christians, Egypt, Iraq, Iran, Syria, Russia, U.S., India, Somalia, Sudan, China, Kenya, Nigeria, all across Af- Africa, Asia, in the Middle East, Christian slaughter, persecution all the time high. All those lands are up for judgment. The God the hand of God will not delay against those land and those government. You you will see it throughout the news. Watch the news. Watch the news careful and write it down. That the hand of God is against each and one of them and they will not last. God will destroy them. Hallelujah. Even like God did in the old testament, He will raise a nation against them. So God is doing the same thing. He will slaughter those people. Hallelujah. He will do it. He will do it. Look look how many Christians were killed in Iraq by Saddam Hussein. Where is Saddam Hussein today? Where is the nation of Iraq today? They still struggle in putting the government together. Hallelujah. Afghanistan was another place of slaughter. Where is the government of Afghanistan been put together? They're still struggling to have control over their own land. Hallelujah! Anywhere Christian has been killed and slaughtered, the government has been destroyed, and they they are struggling just to eat, just to have a meal every day. They are struggling. The hand of God is against them. Hallelujah! And if the United States come against Christian, I say, I, as you hear in the news and everywhere, they're speaking. The hand of God Almighty will be against them, against the government. Hallelujah. And against all in power. Hallelujah. Judgment is heading to the US for sure. Hallelujah. Non stop. That's gonna hit it any day. Any day. It may delay. Although the word may delay, the Bible says. The prophet says. Oh word the Hallelujah. May the world delay hallelujah. The judgment will come. Because God is the one who decreed hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is the one that decreed the judgment. It has been decreed by his prophet. You heard that word, decreed and judgment that will come over the USA. Hallelujah. It's coming. The only question is when. The Lord is saying it's soon. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Ezekiel said in Ezekiel twelve twenty-eight. Therefore said unto them, Thus said the Lord God, All my words should no longer be delayed, But the thing which I have spoken should be done, says the Lord. You know, sometimes God will delay his word, and the judgment will delay, and a lot of people say, oh, it's not going to happen. And they don't understand that it's God's mercy doing that. But there will be a time when God is going to say, look, my message has been delayed too long. I'm just going to go ahead and bring judgment. And he brings it. He just brings the judgment, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But we have have to thank God for his mercy, hallelujah. We have to thank him, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God will delay a word to have mercy on the people, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. It It will be delayed for God to have mercy because God don't want anyone to perish. He wants to reach out to people, give them the opportunity for them to repent. Hallelujah. But some people see God slacking or, or taking taking a long time before the word comes to pass. Hallelujah. And they don't understand that it's all God's mercy. And when it's mercy, we have to thank Him. Hallelujah. We just have to thank God. But some people don't see it that way. I, I don't understand people. Hallelujah. It's like they want to see dead people or something. No. They want to see dead by the million. No. No. we got to thank Him for His mercy and His delay. Because he's delaying his word because he don't want everyone to perish. He wants to save people. And this is why things are being delayed. Hallelujah. But he has spoken. The judgment is coming. Hallelujah. Let me see. I had a word here. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. About the judgment that is coming. Hallelujah. And it will come. Come soon. Hallelujah. And it will not delay. Thank you, Jesus. I believe I removed that word. Hallelujah. But it was a really good word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And I wanted to play it. Let me see if it's it's in one of these words. I believe it might be. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'll be back after this.
5: Hi, everyone. I have some dreams I've been wanting to share with everybody that um, I've been having from the Lord. And uh, so I'm going to try to make this as quickly as possible so I can uh, upload this video. So here we go. Um, I'm going to be looking down because I'm going to be reading uh, to help this go along a little faster. For anyone who doesn't know, I'm Deborah and um I've been having uh some dreams and the dreams start at the beginning of this year and they haven't stopped. Um, in fact they've intensified and been getting more detailed and urgent. And um I would like to say that I do not claim to be a prophet or anything like that. Um, I'm certainly not a psychic either that's a cult and a satanic. So I just want to make that very clear. Um, that I'm just simply a believer in Jesus Christ and that just the beginning of this year came back to Jesus from being backslidden for many years. And after repenting of my sins and Jesus washing me in his blood, he chose to give me dreams. Especially a lot of warning dreams of what is to come on the earth soon and things that will take place in the soon-coming tribulation, um, which is close to starting. Um, Most of my dreams now, here lately, have been of the rapture. Uh, they changed from warning dreams to rapture now. And this past week, I had a series of dreams, and I had them almost every night. Sometimes I had many dreams in one night, and I've never experienced them so intensely, so I feel like it's important to share these with you guys. Um, Now, I know that the Lord Jesus gave me these dreams to tell others about his soon coming. So, um, that's the most important thing is he chose me to proclaim his coming. And that's what I'm doing. I'm going to be obedient to him. Um, And as with all dreams, take this to the Lord in prayer because I know there's a lot of false prophets out there. Um, And the Lord Jesus will show you truth if you seek him. Um, And uh, his spirit will bear witness with yours. So if you seek him for confirmation, like by a dream or some way, he'll give it to you. Just ask him (laughs) because he's giving them (laughs) in abundance right now. Um, It is my prayer that if you are listening, you will earnestly seek Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior before it's too late. Um, and time is beyond short. So, love you all. And here is my dreams from this week, along with confirmations the Lord's giving me. So, take them as you will. They are dreams, and this is what the Lord's giving me. So, please don't attack me. I'm just telling you what the Lord's showing me. And he's also given me some verses. So, here we go. The first one started Sunday, August 11th. Um, Early in the morning, I had a vision just before waking, and I seen um, it was written in chalk, and um, it was on a black chalkboard, and this is what it said. I actually have it wrote down on the chalkboard, so you can see it. Okay, so that didn't work out too well. Anyhow, th- what it says is, it's the hour of truth. Hear ye, the King is coming. And in very fine print below it, I had to really zero in. It said September. Um, now, some people say that's date setting. I'm not date setting, and I, I know that no man knows a day nor hour. Um, this is just what the Lord showed me. Um, I'm not claiming that Jesus is coming in September. Obviously, September is significant to the Lord, if He wanted to share that with me. So I'm sharing it as the Lord gave it to me. So please don't attack me. I'm not date setting in any way. But yes, um, it said, hear ye, it's the hour of truth. The King is coming. Um so i seen that in chalk. It was written on a black chalkboard. And the reason I think it was written that way is because September is usually the uh, the month kids go back to school. So um, that's why I'm assuming it was written that way. I don't know. Um, so I um, seek the Lord. And here's some of the verses that he gave me. Uh, and I'm not going to go through and read them just for the sake of time. But you can look them up. Is Matthew chapter 3 verse 2. Joel, chapter 2, verses 28 and 29. Uh, Habakkuk, chapter 2, verses 2 and 3. And First Thessalonians, chapter 5, verses 1 through 4. And I would like to read that fourth verse, 1 cha- uh, Thess- Thess- Thessalonians 5, 4. And the last verse says, But you, brethren, are not in darkness, that this day should overtake you. So what Jesus is trying to say is, if you really read his word, this day is a thief to those that are unbelievers. If we're believers and we have his Holy Spirit abiding in us, he's going to give us warning. Of course he's not going to tell us the day or hour, but we're going to feel in our spirit that it's time. So I just want to say that he's showing many believers, not just me, that it's rapture season. We are in rapture season. So I just want to show to you what the Lord's telling me. So after this Dream. Um, I really sought the Lord on confirmation because this is pretty serious and I take it pretty seriously. Um, I had written this down on one of my Bible notes out of my Bible and um, from church. And so when I asked the Lord for confirmation, he told me to flip over the paper and read what was on the back. And this is what it says from my Bible notes. And I circled it, of course, you can't read it there. It says live knowing that our final state is one that is eternal. That while we are here on this earth, there are experiences, there are troubles, and there will be complications. However, there is a final state of perfection, a place that consists of only God, his people, and his heavenly hosts. So that's just the first confirmation that the Lord gave me that this was from him. And I found it interesting that, you know, he told me to flip over the paper and read (laughs) <laughs> on the back, what I wrote it on, the dream. So I kept seeking the Lord throughout the week for more confirmation and to show me what he's trying to tell me. So then, Monday, this is when <laughs> started getting more crazy, Monday, um, August 12th, went to bed asking the Lord for more confirmation. I woke up in the middle of the night, and this time I had a vision instead of a dream because I was wide awake sitting up in my bed. I looked over my bedroom wall and I seen a glowing rocket ship. It was glowing because it was uh, dark in my room. And I seen a bride in it. And all of a sudden, the the rocket just went whoosh, up my wall and up on the ceiling. And it went gone. So um, I just sat there in amazement at what I just seen. And um, I couldn't hardly even believe it myself. and. Um, I asked the Lord what that was about, and um, I wished I wrote it down because I don't have his what He told me word for word, but I would try to tell you the best that I can remember that um He basically told me that uh he is coming to get us soon, his bride, and we will go up like the rocket, so uh that was just uh he was just confirming that. I fell back asleep that night and I awoke. Again, just before waking, um, i seen a wedding invitation, a beautiful wedding invitation. And on it, in gold lettering, in big letters, it said, You are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And on the front of the invitation was a picture of a long table, and it was very elegantly set with gorgeous flower arrangements, and it was beautiful. And I just was amazed at that. And at the same time, our alarm clock was going off and uh, there was a song on, and I immediately jumped up to turn the alarm clock off, because it was loud, and the Lord said, no, listen to these verses. And you can think this is crazy, but this is just how the Lord works. He'll use anything to speak to you. Uh, The song by Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer, was on, and um, the verses that stuck out to me were, we're halfway there, living on a prayer. Take my hand, and we'll get there, living on a prayer. And so I know that the Lord is speaking me through those verses, not the entire song. Um, But he does that sometimes. He uses little things like that um, to get your attention. He can speak to you through those things. And I want to also say that that same morning, my husband, and I don't know where I wrote it down at. Here it is. That same morning, the Lord also gave confirmation to my husband because he woke up the same morning and he asked me if I heard that man speaking. And I said, what man? And he said, well, a man came to me before I woke up, and he said in his sleep that when he gets to heaven, he would wipe away, his wipe his memory clean of all the bad things from the world. So I told him, I believe the Lord was speaking to him. And then I found out a few days later from a friend on Facebook, and thank you, Anthony Sawyer, that the Lord kind of said the same thing to him in a dream, is that he would wipe away, uh, wipe his memory clean from all the bad things in the world. And I've been hearing this from other believers. So that was confirmation from my husband that it wasn't just a voice. That was the Lord speaking to him and telling him um, what he's going to do. And that makes sense because when we're in heaven, we know all the bad things that's going on. You know, We, we know all the bad things that's going to be happening down there. And it's going to be hard to be happy um, knowing that. So you know, the Lord's going to make everything perfect. We'll be happy, you know. So I wanted to share that confirmation dream and then Tuesday uh, August 13th I um, had a couple of consecutive dreams and I didn't ask for any more confirmation because I told the Lord that I was pretty satisfied with what he had given me and I had no room to doubt but he chose to give me more so I woke up from two dreams the first one was I dreamed, dreamt that I seen the earth and I seen the people of the earth lots and lots of people and they were looking up and they see all of a sudden they seen like all these brides flying up in the air to meet Jesus and they all just like had their mouth open like thousands and thousands probably millions of people just had their mouth gates wide open looking up because they couldn't believe it It really did happen the rapture really did happen and it happened this soon They, they couldn't even believe it and I had the feeling that there was also a lot of Christians left so all I can say is I pray I'm worthy to be found, to um, to go up. So, in my second dream, um, I've seen the earth once again. And the Lord shown me a beautiful bride that was adorned in her gown. And she was hovering above the earth. Um, she was like up in the sky and just hovering, waiting there. And she was dressed up in her gown and she was holding a bouquet. And she had a veil over her face, which was significant, I felt. The Lord showed me later that, you know, the veil is what you put on over your face just before you go to meet the bridegroom and get married. So that's just how close we are, guys. I've had lots of dreams of brides getting married and all that. This was the first one I've had with the veil over her face. So anyhow, she's uh, hovering ab- above the earth in the sky, waiting. And I heard the Lord shout very clearly, the time is now. And he told me to tell people that, the time is now. So I don't know when, I'm not claiming a day or hour, but we're in rapture season, so the time is now. So, um, And then this morning, uh, Tuesday morning, I also woke up to another song that, um, you know, I went to shut off the alarm clock and I felt the Lord say, no, lay back down and listen to these verses. And I didn't even know what song it was, but thank goodness the radio said that it was um, a song called Daylight. I had to look it up on YouTube. I've never heard it. It's by Maroon 5. And he didn't really speak to me through the whole song, but it was some of the verses. So if you want to look that up, it's called Daylight. And some of the verses that he spoke to me, it said, Here I am waiting. I'll have to leave soon. Why am I holding on? We knew this day would come. We knew it all along how did it come so fast this is our last night but it's late and i'm trying not to sleep because i know when i wake i will have to slip away so that was another confirmation from the lord and um, he keeps giving me all these songs he speaks to me through and i just love it and i thank him for it um okay thursday um before i went to bed Wednesday night, I asked the Lord, what was so significant about the word September in the dream he gave me Sunday? I just had to know. um, Why? Why would you show me September? So many people are going to tell me that I'm gate setting and I had this fear of putting all this out because I don't want to be called a false prophet. I'm not claiming, you know, anything. I'm just putting out what the Lord's showing me. So, Thursday morning, August 15th I woke up from a very disturbing dream and the Lord made it very clear what I was seeing and I'm not trying to tell you guys this to scare you I'm telling you this because this is the significance of the month of September we're going to see some big changes guys I had a vision or a dream of fireballs falling from the sky and hitting the earth and the Lord showed me up in the sky in very bold letters September 2013 um, this is pretty serious. I got up, I prayed about it, and I and I um, was led to the book of Revelation because I remember somewhere in the book of Revelation it talked about stars falling out of the sky, but I didn't know where it was. I opened up the book of Revelation, and I happened to have chapter 6 in Revelation already bookmarked. And uh, if you want to look it up, it's Revelation chapter 6, verses 12 through 17, and this talks about the sixth seal. Um... So I felt like maybe that was confirmation because I had it bookmarked there and uh, uh, it talks about the the stars falling and um, the sun turning uh, dark and all those things. So whether the sixth seal is going to happen in September, I don't know. Um, you pray about it. Take it to the Lord. But this is kind of what he's showing me that there, we're going to see things like we've never seen take place upon the earth. Okay. And I want you to know that if you are a born again Christian, you do not need to have fear of these things, because the Lord showed me we are protected during these things. Um, we're going to be through here. We're going to be upon the earth for a little while before He raptures His church, because He wants us to be His light to the world. So um, people's going to be scared through this time, but we're going to be the light. So He's going to, we're going to be under His divine protection, because He's going to raise us up. So, don't don't fear if you're his, okay? Okay, guys. Um, Friday, August 16th, I asked the Lord for more significance about September.
0: <sighs>
5: i seen in a dream something huge hitting the earth. It was very huge. I didn't know what it was, but it was massive. It was like nothing I've ever seen. And in my dream, I just said, Dear God, have mercy. Uh, it looks like a giant rock so I know that people have been talking about this comet Ison I've even had a couple friends on Facebook that say the Lord has told them that comet Ison is wormwood I don't know, the Lord hasn't shown that to me Um, I looked it up, wormwood's in Revelation chapter 8 verse 11 so if you want to go read that for yourself um, you can study that out so I'm just just sharing the dreams and the dreams that I've had Um, I also want to share just a little something, and this is maybe nothing insignificant, but when I also asked the Lord about more confirmation about September, um, I happened to run across an ad on Facebook that I clicked on, and I never pay attention to those ads, ever. And this caught my eye, and I'm sure you guys have seen this ad on Facebook that talks about a groom expo. It's like some kind of dog grooming expo, but I happened to click on it. And on the front of the the website, it's uh, this expo in September. And on the front of it, it says, mark your calendars and brace yourself for a huge celebration. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to take about that. You take it as you will. But I never click on those ads and I never pay attention. And for some reason, I did just as soon as I had asked the Lord for confirmation um, on September. So I'm just giving that out there. Um, Please don't attack me over it. Um, okay. I'm going to try to make this
3: quick. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.